Hey, it's your host, Rob Kohansky. Welcome to Local First Podcast, where I interview local business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to tell their inspiring stories about them and about their business so you can learn more about them. Just a reminder, this podcast is made possible by Home Solutions Realty. I'd really appreciate it if you would forward the podcast by sharing, subscribing on iTunes, and leaving reviews and recommendations for future guests and topics. I want to hear from you. Now let's get to the show. You're listening to the show today. It's all about legacy moments. They are one of a kind gift for your family where you're going to record your stories on video without worrying to have the technology and the time it takes to write your book. Welcome, Nancy Olson. How are you doing today? I am doing absolutely great. Awesome. I'm, I'm really excited to learn more about you and, and what you do at Legacy Moment. So before we get into that, what I like to do is just, you know, kind of dig into your background and your backstory and, and where did you grow up? What do you like doing in your spare time? And uh, what did you do before owning your current business, Legacy Moments? Oh, well, everybody has a background and I do too. Uh, I was born in Chicago. I'm number five of five daughters. My mother had five daughters in six years, uh, but actually I'm not number five. I am 4B because my twin sister is 4A. Uh, so we were born in Chicago, raised in the suburbs, and then I took off to college up in northern Wisconsin. At, it was Stout State University at the time, and then it eventually turned to University of Wisconsin-Stout. So I spent 35 years in Wisconsin. 27 of those years were in Clintonville. Uh, and then I eventually moved to Colorado for three and a half years, spent 11 years down in Atlanta, Georgia area. And then in 2015, I came back here to Milwaukee area. Welcome back. Thank you. I have to say, moving back to Milwaukee was a good choice. Uh, I get to see the relatives in Illinois for a day trip. I get to see my friends in Clintonville, where I spent 27 years. And then I can also uh, make a short trip up to Michigan, which is where I vacation. So Milwaukee has been a very good choice. That is, is a good choice. I love Milwaukee so much. Mm -hmm. So tell me what you do. Sum it up in a concise point. What is Legacy Moments? Well, Legacy Moments is where you actually video record somebody's legacy. So my vision is of a world where grandmas and grandpas, moms and dads live on through video so that when their children and grandchildren are ready to receive it and open it, they receive the greatest gift of all, a living legacy because they've been recorded. So it's very important to be able to do this, be able to share your voice, your smile, the look in your eyes with other people. My father died when I was uh, 12 years old, and so I don't have many memories. And so I think it's important we can at least record the voice and the smile. And that, that is so key, and I, I've seen some of your videos and some of the things that you've done, and it is really, really cool that be, getting people to share their memories and their moments and to have that <laughs> moving forward. Mm -hmm. that, is, that is really, I, I love what you do. Mm -hmm. What led you to becoming, you know, doing what you do with Legacy Moments? How did, how did this all come to fruition? Well, I moved into a condominium in 2015, and we have 144 units, so we have 144 different owners. Uh, one of the ladies there is an absolute delightful lady. She is now 94 years old. Her name is Mary, and she's got some stories that you and I wouldn't even dream of having because she was in London in World War II as a nurse. So her stories are all first-person stories. So it was about the time when I moved in to the Milwaukee area that I was also starting to get some training for videos. So she knows I have been after her for at least two years to capture her videos. Um, and I've owned it. I did one. Uh, she was sitting at a table, and one of the other ladies asked her a question. And so I took my cell phone out, and I started recording her. And I've got seven minutes of her. 
speaking extremely clearly, very enunciated very well, and that English accent is just wonderful to listen to. And when I showed it to her, she just stared. So everybody's got a story to share, but it's, it's really neat when they, they record it. You can send them on to family. That is, that is really, really interesting, very nice to have in your back pocket. What has been your biggest challenge with legacy moments? Well, uh, people struggle looking at themselves in the video. I, I'm really surprised about that. They do not want to see themselves in a camera. So I have to say I'm at a great advantage right now because this is just audio. <laughs> <laughs> and most people don't want to hear themselves either. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I have a little note card here that says slow down. <laughs> uh, the other challenge um, is that people don't realize how important it is to record their stories. Uh, because everybody's got a story, but everybody's entirely too busy. But what the joy of it is, when you start going through those boxes of photos, and everybody has boxes of photos somewhere, um, in the attic, downstairs, uh, somebody's house, a relative, but when you start going through those photos, you get to reminisce what the stories are, and you get to put the pieces together of the backstory. Uh, you're asking me what my story is, but uh, I've got stories that I don't even know about because they've been put in a box, and I don't know the name of the person that's in the picture, and I don't know the story that's attached to it. So it's really important. So that's been a big challenge. People don't really put their things together so that they can share it on with their families. Yeah, I understand that. And I got that box of uh, pictures in my basement. And I refer to them quite often to write stories about my past and how I grew up and how I became who I am today. Mm -hmm. So, it's, But what you do is far above that. Mm -hmm. If you could go back to the start of time when you started uh, Legacy Moments, uh, what advice would you give your younger self? Uh, be nosy. Uh, listen to folks, um, particularly ask your parents, ask your sibling, your older siblings, your aunts, your uncles, your grandmas, and your grandpas. Uh, and this it relates to a video rather than a photograph, but a number of years ago I took my daughter up to a summer camp in northern Michigan, which is where my mother grew up. My mother was with me, and she was visiting with some ladies that were a lot older than her, and those ladies listened to my voice and said, my voice sounded like my grandmother's voice. And she died many years before I was born. So if you have something recorded like that, you can really capture it. So uh, to answer your question, be nosy, listen, start asking those questions. Make sure that you've got a good piece of audio equipment to record with microphone. Uh, because you have a good-looking picture, but if there's no sound quality attached to the photo or the movie or the video, whatever, uh, you're still missing the point. And you're saying, what did they say? What did they mean? I, I couldn't understand. Uh, and also, get some training, uh, because training is available all over the place. And I can remember when I first started working on the computer, I didn't have a clue. I finally asked a, gentle, a young man to spend uh, one hour with me for $10, and this was many years ago. And he gave me training, and ever since, I found that that computer is not that hard. So whenever I get stuck, I look for training, and I go forward. And this, it would be the same thing with anything you do. If you're stuck with your cell phone, I went to the Apple store about 15 times to get my cell phone in my head so that I could use my cell phone. Uh, yes, it's not hard, but if you don't do it, you won't get it done. And once you start and do something on a regular basis, like your birthday, anniversary, Thanksgiving, Christmas, or New Year's, start recording your family stories, and then over the years, you've got your collection. So it's something you can do for yourself. Uh, just get started. Just get started. That's all it takes. Mm -hmm. As an expert in your field with Legacy Moments, what are like the three to five things that the average person should know about your business and um, why they should come to you? Well, 
people don't like to do things like this. Uh, I worked with some of my friends. They went through their photos, and they probably had maybe a 1,000 photos. They'd been married 55 years. Uh, but it's a good time to reminisce. So just start going through that. Uh, don't be afraid to try. And, and no matter what happens, if you make a mistake, you hit the delete button. I mean, the leak button is wonderful. Uh, and when I first started doing this myself, I, I looked at myself and I couldn't believe how bad it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we get to edit this, you know. Yes. Like all, all the little stuff that we do out here, those are going to become outtakes down the road. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, so editing is something that can be done. Uh, and you can insert something to, if you forget part of the, the story, uh, do a take on that and then you insert it in the middle where it needs to be done. But you know, to give advice, don't be afraid to try. And for those folks that are not familiar with the computer, not familiar with the cell phone, those are the people that I really want to work with because the younger people, they've been working with tech, uh, the, the tech stuff for quite a while. Since, since they came out of the crib, most likely. Uh, yes, 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 they have. <laughs> um, but it, don't be afraid to try, uh, get started with it, and, and just enjoy doing what you're doing. But when you hear somebody starting to tell a story, start uh, to, to grab your cell phone and just get started. And you can use whatever equipment you want, and, and the better you get, you know, the more equipment you're going to be getting. Uh, and I spoke with one woman uh, recently, and she has a relative who has long since died but came over on Ellis Island. Uh, over by Statue of Liberty. So when the Statue of Liberty folks were redoing the Statue of Liberty, they were looking for first-person accounts. And her relative was still alive at that time. She was 89 years old and still was able to recall the story that she had coming over here in the United States many, many years prior. So uh, when these people uh, have got the stories, make sure that you listen to them. That, that is key. I, something that you just said in here in that last little segment is, is that to bring those memories back and something that... I do during the Christmas, Thanksgiving holidays, typically during Christmas, is um, I go into the basement, grab my box of photos, and I know who's going to be showing up for dinner or mm -hmm. for what's going on that day, and I'll take those pictures and I'll put them out by their placements where they're going to sit so they can see them. And sometimes they don't even see these pictures or don't even know that they were there, or I'll bring up pictures from their, their mothers or fathers that have passed and have gone like that. Mm -hmm. So that, that's something that I do, and if they want a copy, I'll get them a copy, but I'm keeping them. Oh, I thought you were going to give them away. No, <laughs> I'm not giving them away. If they want a copy, I'm more than happy to give them a copy. Okay. <laughs> but these are, and then when you sit at the table, everybody gets to share that memory. They do. I mean, you know, and then they start sharing and start talking and new conversations start coming. Oh, do you remember this? Oh, do you remember that? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so it's definitely worth looking at those pictures. But the most important about the pictures is put the date and the name <laughs> so you keep track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take me back to a time when you thought, wow, I'm really making a difference. This really means something to me. Tell me a story. It could be about the, your business, your life. You know, you know, what, what, what would it be? Well, this is something uh, when I was looking at your questions and I thought, because I, I feel like as one person, I have made a difference. And this one I thought was kind of unique. It was important to me to be able to share it today. But when I was living in Georgia... I started attending the school board meetings, the county school board meetings. And the, it, the uh, building was just three blocks from my home, so it was very easy for me to attend. And there was an issue that was very important to me at the time, so I started getting articles from the Internet and from other sources. I copied them, and I put them in an envelope, and that one of the women on the school board was somebody I had met at a prior meeting. 
So I would slip this envelope to her seat where she was, and I didn't know where these um, uh, articles went, but it was months later that I spoke to another member of the school board, and he said, we read every one of your articles because the school board people did not know about the issue that was going on at the time. And so that was pretty impressive. They read them. Uh, and then the last time that I visited with the school board meeting, I wound up having, uh, there was a little meet and greet, so I shook hands with a, the county school superintendent. Uh, and I told him I was leaving. I was moving back to Wisconsin. And he was very disappointed because he was reading those articles, too. Uh, so I thought, one person can make a difference. Uh, you slip something as an envelope into uh, a person of influence, and you're able to influence more people. And, and I, I've seen myself do that in, in other places, too. Um, but now I've can. I got one more little um, story to share with this. And, and this actually was very much of a surprise because this came from my daughter, uh, she's known me all her life, and she said, she put this on my, um, my website. Uh, she said, you have always been a great listener and a question asker, and people have always opened to up to you your whole life. So that's from my daughter. I was pretty impressed that my daughter said that. Uh, but the real secret behind her quote is that I'm a, basically a very shy person. I am very much an introvert, so if you ask a question to an extrovert, what do they do? They love to talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and as much as I, yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you, as much as I love going out to the networking events and, and being here and talking to people, um, I'm kind of an introvert myself. i rather sit at home, sit in my backyard, have a cocktail, do some gardening, and just hang out with my wife and, and just enjoy the time. Um, but then it's like people are like, well, you're doing this, and you're out here doing this, and it's, but it's like, but it's in my own format. Uh, this is true. Uh, yeah, I mean, right now you're controlling the situation. That's right. <laughs> yes. So let's get to know you a little bit more, Nancy. Um, are there any day-to-day -day practices that contribute to your success or happiness? Yes. Um, I have got, uh, I'm one of those people that uh, I'm not only an introvert, but I'm very much a morning person. I roll over in bed and somehow the clock says 3.30 real often. So I'm just very much a morning person. I am not much good at night. But I, I wake up at 3.30 and I kind of lay in bed for an hour, half an hour or so, and then this is my quiet time, my prayer time with the Lord. And so I'm in bed for about an hour uh, before I get up at 5 o'clock and then I start rolling around for the day. <laughs> nice. Mm -hmm. That's a good routine. I like mm -hmm. that one. Mm -hmm. So you get up at 3.30. So it's similar to what I do is I get up about 5, 5.30, and I lay in bed for about half an hour, mm -hmm. about a half an hour to an hour. Wife goes to work and then I get up and start my day. She's, my, she's like my personal alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> the birds wake me up. The birds are waking me up. And they are up at 3.30 and 4. Oh, goodness, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Is there any particular book, quote, or resource that has guided you uh, that you like to share that other people might want to read or take a look at? Uh, well, I have to say I've been reading the bestseller of all time for many years, and that's the Bible. I've been leading a ladies' Bible study. It has been an absolute delight, and, and some of these ladies are not as well acquainted with the Bible, uh, and so I'm getting them into the Bible, and we're having a wonderful time. So a quote from the Bible, uh, there are a lot of quotes, different verses, uh, but one that I've really had to hang my hat on, uh, that's from four words from 1 Corinthians 10, 13, and that's, but God is faithful. And throughout my life, I found him just kind of slipping through and letting me walk through the door because God has been very faithful throughout many times of my life. Very good. I like that. Um, if you were to give advice to someone 
that uh, maybe wants to start or do something like you're doing, uh, what kind of nuggets would you share with them? Get some training. Uh, it's, it's not hard to get some training. And, um, you know, when I started working on the computer many years ago, I, I was very frustrated because I didn't know what to do. And then when I got some training, I found out this isn't hard at all, and things started to make sense. So just getting training is just definitely the way to get started. And it's, it's everywhere. With everything. With everything. With the technology today, it's just it's everywhere. I mean, I go just to learn how to do podcasting or whatever. There's so many resources available and anything that you want to do. And a lot of them are free. Right. Google it. <laughs> Use YouTube. It's there. It's there. Someone's willing to share it with you. Yes. <laughs> I had trouble with my printer last week, and I thought, where can I go? And so I went on uh, YouTube, and I, I looked up my, my printer, and, and sure enough, I found a couple of videos that got me straightened up. There you go. Mm-hmm. Come a long way. What is the one thing right now that has you most fired up and excited for the future? Well, I really want to see this take off. Uh, this is Legacy Moments Last Forever, and the people that I've shared it with Uh, They all say this is a great idea, and sometimes people are a little intimidated to get started. Uh, But once you get started, you start remembering all these good times, and you want your kids to know them. Uh, I wish I would have spent more time with my father, uh, because I can only remember one time uh, being number five of five girls that I was with my father all by myself when we were in the car and he was running errands. Uh, But I don't have any of those memories. But if people have some memories of what their mom or their dad said, they can pass it on to their kids. Um, it, it's just that important uh, because once they're gone, they're gone. Uh, and you also, by doing this, you can clear up those misconceptions or those, I heard about so-and-so, but I don't know what the connection was. And my own daughter told me something about me, and I thought, where did you hear that? She was completely wrong because it was about somebody else, but it wasn't about me. So you can clear up the stories, and you can set the story straight by telling your story, and don't let anybody else tell your story but you that's right you know you know it better than anybody else you know the details that's right mm-hmm. so what is the best way to connect with you um on the con- uh, website social media handles um let the, the audience know where they can get a hold of you i'm also going to put these in the show notes uh, mm-hmm. for each interview so you can i'll include the links mm-hmm. uh well legacy moments last forever.com that would be my website my Email address is nancy at legacymomentslastforever.com. And I've got two two telephone numbers. Because I lived in uh, Georgia, I kept my cell phone. So my Milwaukee address is 414-255-7542. And all of those calls transfer to my cell phone, which is 678-340-9178. So the, my home phone, the 414 number, doesn't even ring. It just goes to my cell phone. And so if you see somebody calling from Georgia, that's me. That's you. That's a, that's a key sign that it's going to be Nancy. Yes. All right, great. We're going to have some fun here, Nancy. I have some rapid-fire questions. They're not on the um, format that you gave me. But before we do that, mm-hmm. um, we're going to have some fun here. You get to ask me one question. It could be about anything. I don't even know about it. So, And I'm going to try my best to, to answer it. So... You can ask me anything right now. Right now? Right now. Why did you start podcasting as compared to working with real estate? Oh, well, I I really enjoy real estate. I enjoy helping people um, at buy and sell. It's really a connection for me to be able to help people sell real estate and buy it. Uh, But to do the podcasting, it's all about storytelling and 
getting to know people mm-hmm. and their businesses and entrepreneurs and community leaders and the people mm-hmm. that are out there. And every time that um, I interview someone like yourself or the next interview later this afternoon, um, I learn something. So this is, a, this is an opportunity for me, for an individual to share a story and build mm-hmm. a relationship with me. And I get the, the honor to share that with the world. And that's really what I love to do about this. This is one of the funnest things I get to do. And it's like all day Wednesday, I'm, all I'm doing is interviewing people on the podcast. And it, it's really great. But I, it's the same, same passion I have for sharing your story. I use that same passion when helping people um, buy and sell real estate. So it's really key to me to be able to make that connection in a, re- re- in a relationship versus a transaction. Uh, that's very true. Uh, I had a custom draper business for 15 years uh, in my younger years. And it was something I could do while I'd be home while the kids were uh, in school. And I found out that it would, it, you cuss, well, it would be one of the few professions where you actually walk in the door and you get to sit down with the lady at the home and sometimes you're there for a couple of hours. And I found out that they tell you everything. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but when the plumber comes in the door, they say the kitchen sink is over there. Over there. And the sooner he walks out the door, the, the better. better. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. So I have a couple rapid fire questions mm-hmm. here for you. Mm-hmm. So um, let's see here. Let's use one we haven't used. What advice would you give your younger self? Maybe your, you know, when you were 20, 25? Uh, when I was 20, I was in college. And when I was 25, I was um, pregnant with my first daughter. Uh, she was born when I was 26. Uh, being pregnant is a very exciting time, especially because you know someone is coming to join you very soon. And you have to wait nine months for that person. So uh Parenting is probably one of the hardest jobs in the world because you don't know if you're going to get a reward until 50 years. So if you can, get some parenting skills, <laughs> some parenting <laughs> training, like picking up the cat. Well, people go uh, to school to get a four-year degree to teach school, and they're teaching students. Well, there are no four degrees in how to be a parent. No, there's not. <laughs> yes. It just, just happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is something really weird or unsettling that happens to you on a regular basis? I am on the board of directors at the condominium where I live. And there is something going on quite often. Quite often, never stops. And I found out this past weekend, well, we didn't have any disasters. (laughs) Well, that's a good thing. Uh, Yes. Especially with all the rain and stuff that we've had and Uh, the roof that you got going on. Yes, yes. So this weekend was a good weekend. This was a good weekend. Yes, some of the other weekends keep me busy. (laughs) There you go. All right, one last uh, question for you. Uh, What obsessions... Do you explore on the weekends and evenings when you're not um, helping other people? Well, on, on Sunday afternoons, um, I've been enjoying watching uh, Downton Abbey, and then it switched over to Victoria, then it switched over to uh, Call the Midwife, and now I've also found that Downton Abbey is back on right before. Uh, the new one that just started last weekend is Little Women, so late Sunday afternoons. Uh, but then on Friday nights, that's my uh, popcorn night. I have popcorn by myself, and I watch a movie. <laughs> Nice. What kind of movies do you like watching? Uh, Whatever I can find, because sometimes I find them down in the library uh, here at the condominium. Uh, I I like to watch things that are Bible-related, because I'm I'm always thinking in terms of what I can do with the ladies' Bible study. But then sometimes I've got all these adventure things that I just kind of (laughs) follow. Popcorn night and Friday. Yes. (laughs) All right. That's it. Thank you so much, Nancy. Um, Please don't hesitate to contact Nancy with any questions. Make sure you check out her website. Um, I'll be putting links on uh, on her page 